Welcome to Disney Honor Roll. I'm Chrissy. And I'm Sharon. We are two teachers who love our families, our students, and everything Disney. When we're not at school or taking care of our own children, we are dreaming of our next Disney vacation. What aspects of Disney will make our honor roll and which won't make the grade? You'll have to listen to find out. Class starts now. Welcome to episode 24 of Disney Honor Roll, original release date, June 16th, 2021. Today, we will be grading the Grand Floridian Cafe, but first, it's time for our morning announcements. Epcot has returned to pre-COVID rope drop procedures. So starting last week, guests were allowed into the park, but not past Spaceship Earth. I know that when I was there, the opening time was 11 o'clock, but they started letting guests into the park as early as 10 o'clock, and we went straight to the line for Soarin' and got right on it when it started running, and it was wonderful. I guess they are not doing that anymore. Yeah, I guess it's just another setback to normal, or what the new normal will be, whatever that will be. I wonder when other parks will begin doing this again. I would imagine soon. Because this can also lead to the start of the early theme park entry that they announced, which is the new version of Extra Magic Hours. Yes, so that's when, if you're staying on property, you can enter a half hour early at any park, though. Every park will be open a half hour early, just for resort guests. Right. Whereas it used to be specific parks on specific days. Now, over in California, masks for vaccinated guests, physical distancing measures, and temperature checks were scheduled to end yesterday, June 15th. This is all in accordance with the state of California's newest guidelines that were released. Yay! And also, at Magic Kingdom, masks are now optional in most places, except on transportation, of course. Disney has stated that masks are optional for vaccinated visitors, but they will not be asking for proof of vaccination status. However, they highly encourage unvaccinated guests to continue to wear masks. That's pretty standard, at least where we live. Definitely. You have to trust that everybody else is doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yes. And it'll be interesting because clearly anybody under the age of 12 is not vaccinated yet. So they won't be stopping them, I'm sure, to make sure they're wearing a mask. Yeah, they haven't come out and said yet, as of the time of this recording, how they're going to handle that. Yeah. I'm sure they're just going to turn the other way. I know that me personally, whenever my kids still have to wear a mask, I'm in a mask. Same with me. It's not fair for them to be masked and me not be. Exactly. (sighs) Someday. (laughs) Someday. Someday. Other fun news out of California. Avengers Campus opened in Disney's California Adventure. This is really fun. There were videos of Spider-Man swinging from the rooftop there. I know. Like an Olympic gymnast. I know. So So funny. So if you remember from our very first episodes, I know nothing about the Avengers franchise. But this whole Avengers campus, it just looks so cool. I, of course, have been eyeing up all the food. And Pim's Test Kitchen looks so cool with all the giant-sized food. Pim's Test Kitchen is from Ant-Man, if anybody doesn't know. Yeah, so apparently they have giant-sized pretzels and a giant meatball and everything. It looks so cool. That's awesome. And, you know, my husband loves shawarma. We've talked about that many times. So I noticed there's a shawarma palace. And that is totally going to be how I get him to California. (laughs) By just being like, hey, look at this new shawarma place. (laughs) 
yeah. it'll work. It'll work. Eventually it will. Or I'll go without him. <laughs> or with me. And I won't bring him home any shawarma. None. <laughs> now, Loki has greeted guests there in his Time Variance Authority prisoner outfit from the new show on Disney Plus, Loki. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, and I just haven't found the time, but I'm looking forward to it when I do get the time to watch it. Now, the show was first released last Tuesday with new episodes coming each week. And I thought the first episode was very well done. My friend Alicia and I were talking about it. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. And she said, for a place we've never seen in Marvel, they made it easy to follow, but also strange and intriguing. So you really want to watch more. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'll have to take your word for it. <laughs> we, we can chat after you watch it. <laughs> okay. I'll need a lot of explanations. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our progress reports. We'd like to give another huge shout out to our Patreon supporters. Thank Mm -hmm. you again for all that you are doing to help keep our podcast up and running. If you like what you've been hearing on our podcast, please consider visiting patreon.com slash Disney Honor Roll to become a teacher's pet, salutatorian, or a valedictorian. So I have to tell you, I'm going to be posting the cutest video of the electrical water pageant narrated by my two and a half year old. (laughs) because he was sitting next to me as I was videotaping it. And it's just so funny to hear him talking about all the little characters. So, so funny. So if you are one of our Patreon supporters, you can watch that adorable video. I'm really excited to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, update on the movie Cruella. Last episode, we both said that we wouldn't spend the money on it. But thanks to my mom wanting to watch it with my nephew and niece, we paid for it. Oh, my word. It was amazing. (laughs) The storyline, the acting, the script, the costumes, the score. I loved it all. I can't wait to see it. I might have to go hang out with your mom so I can go watch it. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, you hear that? Chrissy wants to hang out and watch (laughs) Cruella. It does seem like an amazing movie. I really do want to see it. You're going to love it. You really will. Now, due to popular demand, more dates were released for the Boo Bash this fall. The process of getting tickets on the first day of when Boo Bash was released, it was absolutely horrible for people trying to wait. Oh my gosh, I know. The phone lines were completely jammed up all day. And just another major perk for having a Disney travel agent who can sit on the phone for you instead of you having to do it yourself. Yes. Yes, they get down to the nitty-gritty and do all that so you can just have the fun parts of planning. So, thank you Disney Travel Agents. I don't understand how Disney is not anticipating the call volume. I know. Why didn't they have these tickets available for online purchase? Yeah, I don't know why they didn't have them available for that. It's it's a little cuckoo that it was only phone calls able to to purchase these. I know that they actually shut down the phone line queue at 7.30 that night in order to be able to get everybody who was currently on the queue in before the night was over. It's just wild to me. It really was. And people were calling hundreds of times. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. It was. An online process would be fine because it handles the reservations. and People are on there, you know, right at the stroke of six o'clock to get their dining reservations. So... You would think that their online system would be able to handle people getting boo bash tickets. Well, but. hopefully they improve this before they announce a Christmas holiday centered party. I'm sure they'll be learning from their mistakes with this one. Mm-hmm. 
Hopefully. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Now, another progress report for you. Last week, we talked about the new Behind the Attraction series that will be streaming on Disney+. And we found out what the attractions will include. They will be the Jungle Cruise, Haunted Mansion, Star Tours, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, the Castles, Disneyland Hotel, Space Mountain, It's a Small World, Trains, Trams, and Monorails, and the Hall of Presidents. I can't wait for this, especially the Hall of Presidents. I think that's going to be so cool to see how they add new presidents and how they go through that whole process. And change up the script each time they do that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So cool. And it's. I heard that with the Disneyland Hotel, it almost didn't get built. And there's a unique story behind each and every castle. So those are just going to be amazing episodes. I cannot wait. I know. I love it. It's like taking a little behind the scenes tour, but now we can get it on Disney+. Plus. I'll tell you, if I haven't watched Loki by the time this comes out, I'm not watching Loki. (laughs) (laughs) At least till you're through these 10 episodes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. I wish it would be more. I already want a second season and the first one hasn't even come out yet. (laughs) Well, hopefully, hopefully they will make more. We shall see. In other news... Space 220 is hoping to open this fall. Oh my gosh. The longest wait ever. I know. We went to Disney in December 2019. And I remember waiting and hoping that I could get reservations then because it was supposed to open at the end of 2019. And then they said winter 2019, 2020. And then pandemic so and then they've the chef quit the head chef quit and it's just been crazy yeah all of these delays were way before covid and still going on now (laughs) oh my gosh it better open oh my goodness hopefully it'll open this fall i can't imagine what the prices are gonna be like (laughs) i know i know let's not think about that let's think about the awesome theming yes and how exciting it's going to be to eat in outer space (laughs) supposedly As long as things don't come dehydrated and in bags. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) They bring you a steak and it's like wrapped up in a plastic bag. No, there is an idea. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little like jelly bean size something that you eat. (laughs) No, that's like Willy Wonka talk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Another story. When it was announced that Ohana was reopening... The famous noodles were not on the menu and the world exploded. The internet exploded. Mm -hmm. People were so upset about this. It was unbelievable. I know. There was just an uproar in all of the Disney pages about this. But good news. Disney is bringing the noodles back now. So everyone can take a deep breath and get ready to stuff themselves with those delicious carbs. Can I make a confession? I've never been to Ohana for dinner. Well, you know what? Maybe we can go together. <laughs> yes. Birthday week. Woohoo! <laughs> All right. Our last progress report. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway has started to play its pre-show again. This is really exciting news. And I hope it means that more pre-shows are on their way back. This is one of those ones that I wasn't able to get on before COVID. And I went on it my last trip there and obviously no pre-show. So it was just one of those things where I was like, oh, so this is where that happens. Oh, I'll have to check this out next time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that story kind of sets up the entire thing. But Mm -hmm. if you don't have that story and you've never seen a YouTube video of it, you're like, what? (laughs) 
Well, you know what? Even though we didn't have the pre-show, it was still a good ride. Oh, still yeah. enjoyed it. So uh, that didn't make or break it, but I'm sure it would be made even better with the pre-show. Yes. Um, we are going in February, hopefully, with my sister and her whole family. So there'll be 11 of us. And we each made a list of three things that we want to do on our trip. Oh, that's smart. And my brother-in-law wrote that one down. So I, I like, like it. Oh, I love it so much. And I'm like, oh, he wrote it so I don't have to waste any time. <laughs> <laughs> you just should have, like, collaborated. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> That'll be a fun trip. It really will be. I'm really excited for you. Tempted to crash it, but you know. <laughs> well, you can. You can. There's plenty of room. Sounds good to me. <laughs> All right. On to our report card. We are finally ready to grade the Grand Floridian Cafe. This is how Disney describes the Grand Floridian Cafe. Victorian charm with a view. Drink in delightful views of the Rose Gardens and Courtyard Pool as you dine on inspired favorites. Open for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, the Grand Floridian Cafe is a hidden gem that offers moderately priced cuisine with maximum flavor. Start your day with a casual mix of breakfast and lunch favorites we like to call blunch. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Can we just pause for a second? Yes. <laughs> Have they never heard of the word brunch before? I don't know what they were thinking. Blunch. It's like a, a blunt lunch. Blunch. Um, I... They're trying to, I don't even, I don't get it. They're, they're trying to put their own <laughs> spin on it. Like, I see what you did there, Disney, but just call it brunch. I feel like this time it just kind of confuses things. And they have brunches at other places. If it's going to be blunch, have it be blunch at all of the Disney blunches. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with that word. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Back to the description. Menu offerings include Eggs Benedict, our signature lobster thermidor burger, and freshly prepared salad soups and sandwiches. Some of the same selections are available for dinner, including the addition of hearty entrees like sirloin steak, buttermilk fried chicken, and miso glazed salmon. The menu actually changes seasonally there. That's a nice touch. I did mm -hmm. not know that. So I really enjoy that they have the breakfast and lunch options available both in the morning and in the middle of the day. The blunch, as they call it. Um, we originally had reservations at breakfast time, like 9.30, I think. But then we were able to get a late checkout at our hotel. So we switched to a later reservation. And we were still able to choose from the same menu. I was worried that it would be a completely different menu. Because, you know, when we plan, we look at the menus for 60 days <laughs> to decide what we want, right? No, I've never done that. What? So... <laughs> I was happy that the menu was the same at 9.30 and then also like 12.45 or whenever. Our yeah, that is a nice touch. But we ended up both getting lunch options anyway. So my husband, Ian, had the lobster Thermidor burger and he said it was very, very good. He really enjoyed it. He also had a bowl of the tomato bisque soup and he said he enjoyed it, but it was a little too acidic for him. Hmm. And I thought that was funny that he just decided that <laughs> and the food connoisseur now apparently he, <laughs> but he is also the type of person that compares a burger with every burger that he's ever had in his entire life mm. like if he says something is really good then it really is really good like when i'm just like oh yeah that was really good like i say that pretty much all the time unless it's not good because you just enjoyed that taste in that moment <laughs> yeah that's how i am I chose to get the chicken and waffles, and it's a chicken breast, not chicken on the bone, because I don't like chicken on the bone. I'm weird like that. 
You're not weird. I'm the same way. <laughs> and it was a Mickey waffle, of course, but it was so delicious. The chicken was coated in cornflakes, or I don't know, that's a brand name, but right, whatever you want to call it. Cornflakes. Flakes made of corn. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast cereal flakes. <laughs> and it was so unbelievably good. I loved it so much. And it is served with a sriracha honey drizzle. I was worried that it would be a little spicy for me because I did not tolerate spice well. But it was amazing. It was so good. It sounds delicious. I would absolutely get that again. Now, we also consulted our Patreon supporters about their favorites from the Grand Floridian Cafe. We heard that the Caesar salad is amazing. We also heard that the bananas foster is a wonderful dessert option. They mentioned to us that while they have not personally had breakfast items from the, uh, we'll call it the blunch menu, <laughs> they saw so many delicious looking plates passing their table. They will definitely be ordering the French toast next time. I love French toast. Mm, me too. They said it was like nice thick slices of French toast. Nice. Sounds great. Large quantities too. And I really think that the little description Disney has about it being moderately priced cuisine with maximum flavor is spot on because it really is pretty affordable. I mean, the chicken and waffles was something like $20, I think, and the lobster Thermidor burger was $22 or $24. Well, that's pretty so, good. Really good, especially for Disney prices. I mean, you pay a lot more for that for a lot worse food. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So what would we change? Um, I did think long and hard because I've really enjoyed what I ate, but there weren't really many options on the menu. So maybe having a slightly larger variety would be nice. Um, I'm not sure if it was just because we were there during COVID times, but um, there just weren't a ton of options on the menu. And then another little petty thing that I would change. We were there with my son. So obviously we had a stroller and the stroller parking is outside of the restaurant and not just like in the lobby outside of the actual restaurant, but physically outside of mm -hmm. the building on the patio. Yeah, because it's like a little atrium right outside of the restaurant there. So there's really yeah. not room for stroller parking other than if you overflow into the lobby, but they force it outside. Yeah, which it was awkward. And we, of course, had our six pack of Gideon's cookies. <laughs> so I brought them in with me because I could not let them melt out there in the heat. Well, that was a good choice because I know you <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed those Gideon's cookies. Oh, yes. <laughs> for me, I was racking my brain for what I might change and obviously not necessary, but maybe make dinners have a more stringent dress code like to go along with the theming a bit more. It's, it's a classy place and could be nice to dress up, but at the same time, you also can dress up if you want to. No one's saying you can't. So mm -hmm. It would be nice if you went dressed up and other people were also dressed up as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now let's talk nostalgia here. This is one of my parents' favorite restaurants. And I remember having Valentine's Day dinner here, just my mom and I, when I was younger. That's so sweet. It, it really was. We were able to fly down just the two of us. And then my dad and my brother joined us later that trip. And it's just such a special memory, just me and my mom. That's so sweet. So happy Valentine's Day, mommy. Thank you. <laughs> well, we just went for the first time last month on our trip. So I don't really have much nostalgia, but I will say it was lovely and it will definitely be a place that we return to for sure. Mm -hmm. Now let's head on over to our rubric. You can find our rubric on Instagram and Facebook if you'd like to follow along at Disney Honor Roll. All right. The first topic on our rubric are Google reviews and the Grand Floridian Cafe scored a 4.6, which is a score of three on our rubric. 
Next up, we have ambiance theming, and we gave this a three because the restaurant is themed excellently. It fits. It goes right along with that grand Floridian theming. Absolutely. For comfort, also a three. The tables and seats are comfortably spaced, and they're nice and comfortable as well. And this is before COVID and during COVID, obviously. Mm-hmm. Food flavor, all dining options are flavorful and delicious, and there's a great variety. Food quality and presentation, also a three. Definitely high quality food. So delicious. And like we were talking about before with the value, the price of the meal it is justified by the quantity and quality of the food. So that gets a three. I did lick my plate clean, though. Use another waffle. <laughs> you don't get a sticker here, though, like you do at the Primetime Cafe. <laughs> the service, again, is a three. The cast members are wonderful, and the service is very quick because it is just like a casual-ish place. So they do get you in and out quickly, but not rushed in any way. That's good. So that brings our grand total to 21 points. Guys, this is our very first perfect score a plus yeah a few more pluses after that and be like christmas story a plus 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 plus. second time today i quoted that movie but anyway (laughs) (laughs) so this tops our leaderboard with an a plus joining the a's which were garden grill 50s primetime cafe and whispering canyon cafe now this one is kind of weird for me because I like those other ones better than I like this one, (laughs) but that's just me personally. (laughs) And up against our rubric, this Mm -hmm. gets the A plus plus. Now it's time for our quote of the day. This one comes to us from Remy from Ratatouille. And he says, if you are what you eat, then you might as well eat something good. Well, then I would be a chicken and waffle. (laughs) (laughs) Not a bad thing to be. (laughs) Mm. Not complaining with a little spicy Mm. sweet sauce. (laughs) We would be honored if you could share our podcast with a fellow Disney lover. We appreciate all of the reviews and the feedback that you leave us. Follow us on Instagram and or Facebook at Disney Honor Roll. Reach out to us there or email us at DisneyHonorRoll at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We really would. And if you have any suggestions for episodes or if you want us to grade something specific, let us know. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Class dismissed. See you real soon.